God damn it podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we watch movies that we loved in our youth and find out if they're still any good. Uh, I'm Brett. I'm Sam. I'm Ash. And I'm Patrick. <laughs> Wait, you're Patrick today, not Pat? I don't know. I'm, I'm trying it out. I feel like that's the first time you've used your, your whole name there. Just trying it out. How, how's it feeling? It looks like you're having an identity crisis because you're wearing a t-shirt and a tie. Well... I'm hosting today, I, so I'm <laughs> taking it very seriously. So, yes, I'm nice. glad you noticed that I wanted I to dress up for you guys. What movie? Oh, we are watching the uh, classic that everyone grew up on, and I'm sure all of our listeners have a copy of in their house, Surf Ninjas. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't. So, guys, this is a special movie. We, we should talk about why this movie is special for a couple of reasons. One, it's special because it's coming from your high school collection. Oh, yeah. And Patrick has <laughs> yeah. a high school collection yeah. of movies that he sent us. Like, it's a big list of, like, dang, those are movies from a certain time. Yeah. yeah. And, and- um, my my folks came and visited during the, uh, the holidays. And, uh, you know, they brought... My dad had found a big binder of uh, DVDs in the basement. That were mine <laughs> from way back when. So I was like, oh, there's uh, probably a lot of fodder in here for the show. That is excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie is also special for a second reason. Because I believe this is the first movie from Brett's ending gag that we are actually watching for realsies for the podcast. What? Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I did Surf Ninjas yeah. early on in the show. Way way back when, I'm pretty sure Surf Ninjas was a bad movie that he said at the end. Oh no, Patrick. <laughs> well, great. a bad yeah. movie title. Close, we don't know if it's a bad movie, movie yet. Uh, I mean, it's it's such a great title. It was originally, uh, during initial production, called Surf Warriors. Oh, that's but less were, cool. Yeah, they're jumping on the ninja craze at that time, because yeah. that's right at peak Ninja Turtles. I was going to say, is it wrong that I expect this to be a Ninja Turtles movie? Like, deep back in my mind? Like, no, it's definitely going to share a lot. If you remember those original live-action Turtles movies yes. in that era, yep. it definitely shares a lot of the same vibes. Excellent. But are, Part of why I love it. Are our main characters Turtles? They are not. That is disappointing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of lends itself, though, because, you know, turtles are born on the beach and they crawl into the water. It kind of fits, you know, a surfer turtle, but sadly, yeah. no. I am Dumb. over here doing the uh, the gladiator thumb, thumbs down. Oh, so should we just pick a different movie then? <laughs> why, yeah, why are you all over? Why do gladiators thumbs down? I have so many questions. You never seen the, the gladiator and then they, 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 they fight and then he's like, should I kill him? And then the emperor goes and wiggles his thumb around and then the audience. We should do that movie. It's so good. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I loved it. All right, Patrick, yeah. we're doing that movie instead. Sorry. Okay. No, gladiators. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you were mentioning that the name was Warrior Surf Warriors. Did yeah. you know that the Ninja Turtles in every other country except for the U.S. was Ninja Warriors or Ninja Heroes or something? Because the or not ninjas, it was Teenage Mutant Warrior Heroes Turtle? instead of not turtles or, t- or turtles Warrior Turtle. Like instead of Ninja, because back. In that, in the day, like ninja was considered too violent. 
Really? Yeah. I did not know that. So that's probably why they were considering not calling it Surf Ninjas for a while. A profession so violent Interesting. that it cannot even be named. Because <laughs> <laughs> warrior is so not such a non-violent... Yeah. You know, just, <laughs> well, it's... Literally is a person who does war. Yeah, yeah. it's but less I, specific, you know. Yeah. I didn't know that till I was in London and I found like a a pinball machine and it said Teenage Mutant Warrior, Warrior Turtles. Turtles. And I was like, what? What well, is happening? I wonder also just that the concept of a ninja didn't doesn't wasn't as ubiquitous in other cultures. Yeah, or or maybe it was yeah. considered offensive or something. I don't know. Um, but mm. Yeah, because you know, I, if it was offensive, I mean, I'd buy that. Because you know, Americans, we don't give a fuck. Wow. <laughs> and we love ninjas. I feel like ninja as a mm-hmm. concept is just like, yeah, yeah, yep. Well, there's a whole. That's a whole. And and I, of course, like every child of that era, loved the ninja aesthetic, and you know, mm-hmm. was definitely a ninja for at least one, if not multiple, Halloweens. Um, but I guess I, I remember seeing an article that everything we know, everything you think of when you think ninja, the first stuff that comes to your mind is all inac- very wildly inaccurate. Of course. Like, yeah. it's, it's, like, maybe that's why Americans are obsessed with ninjas because they're kind of an American creation in terms of like what we think of as a ninja, which is like somebody all in black sneaking from the ceiling on a string. Catbird. Mm-hmm. Catbird. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't necessarily know that that's an American invention i would say probably early kung fu films have a lot of responsibility for some of the you know ridiculousness that's that's true there's a lot of crazy kung fu movies Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i'm sure we saw that and we're like that but more you know yeah i wonder is it like the way that we think about like uh you know stuffy like civil war like soldiers where it's just like, yeah, there used to be a different kind of soldier in the U S but like the, the other countries like American civil war gladiators, like, yeah, totally <laughs> just blown out of proportion. Yeah. Are we just like cartoonizing the, uh, ancient Japanese warriors or whatever. You mean appropriating their culture? Yeah. yeah. I think that's a safe bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I there's going to be nothing ninjas. offensive in this movie. Yeah, nothing but authenticity in Surf Ninjas. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of room for error just oh. in the title alone. <laughs> uh, I honestly, there's going to be certain th- there's going I'm trying to think what I remember. There's going to be things that I think will be like head scratching, but I don't remember anything that's outright and I could be wrong. Obviously, you know, it could be, be very wrong because it's definitely a minefield that they, they're stepping into here. Um, I don't remember anything that is outright just maliciously offensive. Um, I'm going to say there's definitely going to be plenty of uh, minor cultural insensitivity to go around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mostly directed towards the surf culture. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm hmm. That more poor marginalized group. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm excited s- to watch this because I live in a surf town and I'm curious if like, if I'm like, yeah, that stereotype's true though, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more about the movie, Patrick. Okay. So I want to clarify this. I'm, I'm the only one of the four of us who's seen this oh, before. Oh, yes. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, curious though, if listeners, if you had seen this movie before, tweet, tweet at us and Patrick. 
<laughs> so specifically of, Patrick. No, what's funny is this is one of the first um, movies, if not the first movie that I thought of when you had asked me to become a regular on the show, because it's a movie that I personally like a lot. Um, but I also understand <laughs> why <laughs> it, it's not the most well received. If you like the, the, the Rotten Tomatoes and the Metacritic scores are not wait, great. Wait, wait, no, don't tell us. Okay. Tell- okay. I'll just say they're not, <laughs> they're not making anyone's, Top hundred films of all time list. <laughs> right, but, There's but, no uh, rosebud moment in this. No, but there's just something about it. I'd, I'd love rosebud. There's something <laughs> very cheesy and silly about it that I love, and I'm sure uh, nostalgia plays a huge element in it for me. It was okay. released in 1993, okay. so I was uh, nine at the time. That was a good oh, year that's, for movies. Yeah. 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 Isn't that the 93 same year? again? Yeah. Also, that was, we just did like perfect age for this movie. I feel, uh, do you want me to read the, the one sentence, um, sort of descriptor? Sure. Yeah. Sure. All right. Uh, two boys learn from a mysterious warrior that they are the heirs to the throne of Patusan and set out to overthrow the current monarchy. Wow. Oh my God. There's so much more substance than I thought in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should I, I could, there was uh, nothing about ninjas or surfing in that quick little. <laughs> I just want to point out. <laughs> yeah, are they, so is it is it ninjas who fight while surfing, or is it ninjas who on happen to the surf? Beach? No, they're like ninjas that like their transportation is surfing because they're in like an ocean town. Is there a surf ninjas versus turf ninjas battle? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Uh, really? That's the one? <laughs> um, was it because it was so painfully accurate? Did he just guess the yeah. whole thing? Do you, do you want me to answer that, Brett? Or do you want to just wait and see? No, no, we got to wait and see. I'm okay. answering for Brett. I don't want to know. It was directed by a gentleman named Neil Israel. And that might not be a familiar name, but he's done a couple things that you'd recognize. He also directed uh, the 1984 Tom Hanks starring vehicle Bachelor Party. What? Okay. That sounds like the most un-Tom Hanks movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, have you never heard of it? I've never heard no. of it. I've never seen it. I was just aware of its existence. Um, and then... You chose Surf Ninjas over that <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, he wrote a couple things. He wrote Real Genius, starring that Val Kilmer Oh, movie, yeah, yeah. Uh, from the 80s. He wrote the original Police Academy movie. Oh, Whoa! So we know he's going to be sensitive. (laughs) That's that automatically sets the expectations. (laughs) And then I was was curious: is he had no looked like no formal involvement in any of the subsequent subsequent Police Academy movies? But he is credited in all of them as the creator of the characters. Mm -hmm. And he also wrote uh, "Look Who's Talking to." Oh, Oh, excellent! Excellent. Nice. Yeah. yeah, not the first one. That's really no. the cherry on top of this cake of a credential list. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The, well, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking about Police Academy, like th- those movies and like there's like eight of them and everyone else was just like, nah, no, nah, that was him. He did this. <laughs> you think it's a, it's a blame thing, not a pride thing? Because, yeah, it's literally his only credit is uh, something about, you know, characters created by. And that's what it's yeah. is. Well, that's pretty standard. Like, if you created the characters in the first one, you're always credited going forward. And then, uh, 
Surf Ninjas, the screenplay was written by Dan Gordon, who's most notable. Uh, he wrote 33 episodes of an 80s show called Highway to Heaven, mm. which I'm not familiar mm. with. And he wrote Passenger 57, starring Wesley Snipes. Mm. All right. He just witnessed be amazing. And he wrote the 1994 movie uh, Wyatt Earp, starring Kevin Costner. In, in my opinion, the lesser of the Wyatt Earp-based <laughs> movies to come out around that time. Tombstone's way better. Tombstone was amazing. Yep. Uh, I owned that at one point. I'm surprised that must have been lost. It was not in the collection. The list I sent you guys lost. In the high I know I did shuffle. own it at one point. These are that was not one of the uh, close to to your high school heart. No, actually, um, I think I lost a ton of DVDs because I would just have them in a binder, and I think I had them in my car, and my car got broken into. Oh. I think I lost a bunch of good ones then. Um. Let's talk about the cast. Yeah. Give you an idea or who we're about to see and watch be amazing. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, is there anyone Probably notable? No one in we've this? heard. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be surprised. Oh, so, we'll start with the, we'll start with people you probably haven't heard of. Um, Ernie Reyes Jr. and Ernie Reyes Sr. are main mm. characters. Uh, Ernie Reyes Sr. He only has seven. He's, a, he's a martial artist. He only has seven, uh, movie credits, but one I tagged here because it just made me laugh because the way I read it. It's Street Fighter the movie, and then in parentheses, video game. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> oh, he was, I owned that. Oh, wow. The video so, game. It was an okay game. So they made a movie off of the video game, and then, and then of- made a video game off of the movie? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You say this like it's obvious that's what they should have done. That's why they used to make video game movies, strictly for the video well, game. Well, I got uh, That's really funny that we... Because that's gonna come back. We're gonna come back to that in a second here. Actually, you know what? No, I'm I'm going crazy. I'm going wild card. Video game and movie tie-in. So this movie, Surf Ninjas, was partially financed. I could not find anything about how much it actually cost to make because uh, it wasn't. Re- I can't find it anywhere. It only <laughs> made five million domestic. It was. It, I didn't see anything Ooh. for international numbers in its initial run. It was partially financed by Sega Genesis. Whoa, oh, wow. video game company. So there is um, a game for this. Or- okay, the video game for the Sega Game Gear was being developed concurrently with the movie with input from the director and writer. <gasps> wow. And they made Sega made two video game two working video games, one that was released before the movie came out. Oh and god. One that was specifically made only for the movie that you see one of the characters playing on a Game Gear. Wait. Uh, what? <laughs> yes. Wow. They developed a game to show on screen. Mm-hmm. And you'll see it. It'll ma- it makes total perfect plot sense. When you- <laughs> oh, it was All a different right. world back then too. Yeah. Like the games, you could just fucking put a game together. They were like fifty six kilobytes. You know? Yeah. Okay. Like- just because they were a much smaller file size doesn't mean that they were quicker to make. But like like Genesis and 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 Super Nintendo games. Well, maybe re- original Nintendo games. Uh, they had like teams of like three to five people. Like it was small teams, quick output. Like it was the the you know cereal box toys of the games industry back then. To be fair, I made an app to shoot with once. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can really. And then uh, also the stars is the sort of the main character Ernie Reyes Jr. Who, tying back to one of our initial conversations, is probably most known for the memorable role of Kino in Secret Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. 
Ooh, so this, is, this is the tie-in <laughs> somehow. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he played. Uh, oh, that, that's, that's. I don't have to explain who he is. We all know who that is, right? Obviously. No, <laughs> no. He, he was like a sidekick to the turtles in the sequel. Sure, classic the, family character. The ooh, yeah. <laughs> in that first Ninja Turtles movie, he was in that one too. Though he was in this one of the suits. Uh, like doing the stunts for one of the turtles. Oh, oh cool. Oh. Maybe that's the one that was all shredded at uh, Meltdown. No, the one at Meltdown <laughs> was for the Ninja Turtles TV show. They had oh. Ninja Turtle suits at Meltdown? Yeah. Yeah, it was made oh. by Kyoto Brothers. That's cool. And actually the stunt double was a woman. So, oh. sorry to break your hearts, guys. For the show. Yeah. But for the show, the Ninja Turtles. Way to ruin their childhood, Sam! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, and then, so a couple other people starring in this, uh, Kelly, who, uh, she's been in a, sorry, (laughs) (laughs) for real this time, (laughs) get out. (laughs) She's, uh, most notable for, she's in, uh, the rocks first starring movie, the Scorpion King. Oh, and saw that, (laughs) that, uh, the second X-Men movie. She was Lady Deathstrike. She was like the female mm. Wolverine with the long fingernails. Oh. And then, um, Sam, did you used to work on Robot Chicken? I did. She did a voiceover for five episodes of Robot Chicken. Sweet. What season? Uh, come on. Put me on the spot here. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> we'll find out. She was no, on, no. Sam was only on one. Season. I was only on one season. <laughs> the one that's um, currently airing or just finished airing. Uh, and then one of my favorite is, uh, who is one of the major stars of this? Rob Schneider. Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. 30 years old playing a high schooler. Wait, he was uh, how old? 30? He was born in 63. Boy. Wow. He's so like he was retirement age almost. 60? He was 30 and he uh. played a high schooler during Dang. this movie. Uh, Hollywood, oh, no. man. They bend the realm of possibility. I and can't. Then, I don't think I can imagine him as a high schooler. I'm gonna have a hard time with that. Oh, don't worry. They the the wonders of uh, Hollywood magic and makeup and uh huh uh huh. Totally, yeah. They 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 make some choices with his aesthetic that totally sell his high schooler stuff. <laughs> okay, okay, oh, no. all right. Uh, and then lastly, there is a character in this movie whose character name is Colonel Chi. Now, Colonel Chi. Who do you think would play a character called Colonel Chi? Oh, no. Ooh. Is it the guy I mean, from the Karate yeah. Kid? <laughs> Pat Morita? I don't uh, know no, his name. It's obviously comedy legend Leslie Nielsen. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. No. Oh, no. Okay. Um, Is this well, going to be like Leslie Nielsen doing like a bad Asian Yellow impression? face? No, yeah. no. This is not like... Um, who was the the famous actor in Breakfast at Tiffany's? Who play, uh, oh, Mickey right. Rooney or whatever? Um, it's not like that. No, not at all. But it it kind of is, but not. It's not like that. No, it's. But uh, yeah. But you're you're throwing okay prediction now. It's not like that. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see, Patrick. Supposedly <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't do a voice. There's no accent. There's no offensive accent work. Okay. Part. Um. Just offensive wardrobe. costumes. His wardrobe, yeah. On the <laughs> other hand. Um, but, uh, so yeah, that was the notable casting. Okay. Movie. And I mean, Leslie Nielsen's pretty, pretty big at the time, right? Yeah. I mean, but was this did. before or after his 
uh, what was his spy series? I forget. Uh, well, he did the one, there was Spy Hard. That was one movie. It was like a parody of Bond movies. There was Naked Gun. Naked Gun. Yeah, that's the oh, one. Yeah. That was, this was after Naked Gun. Okay. So yeah, he's probably at his peak, right? Uh, I'd say like Naked Gun was his peak. It's a little after. But what do I know? Yeah, the Naked Guns were, well, no, well. What? This was 93. The first one was 88. Oh, yeah. The second Naked Gun was 91. Okay. The third one. With Anna Nicole Smith. She was in that. I remember that. Whoa. It was weird. Crazy. So none of us have seen this except you, Patrick, and uh, <laughs> I mean, Ash, what are you, what are you expecting here? Uh, I'm expecting full on like early nineties cheese and a lot of like, whoa, and bros and surf, like, uh, what's the other stereotypical, like radical or whatever. So like, uh, cowabunga, uh, well, yeah. All you need to know is the phrase Kwansu dudes. Oh, perfect. It's already I'm meeting my expectations. That. Uh, and maybe some offensive, but like also hilariously bad ninja stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I am kind of excited. Uh, I think it'll be fun. I'm going to do my prediction, but also I have one more casting thing. I, I can't believe I forgot about this. It'll take, it'll be real quick, but okay. so I predict a movie that is going to bring me lots of uh, warm, gooey, nostalgic feelings. Hopefully, it's not too embarrassing with with <laughs> uh, potentially offensive things. Then I'll feel real bad. And and it's all your fault. This episode it'll be me, me your crocodile Dundee moment. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, I I I also am fully aware that you could objectively say it's not that great a movie. But what I wanted to point out is. Uh, there, this is also co-starring an actor that I've referenced um, at least half of the episodes of of Let's Rewatch that I've done. Uh, oh boy, Tone Loke. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. man, that is a big omission. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe I did that. And, which is funny is you always think of him as a rapper who did a couple of acting. He's got fifty acting credits. What? So wow. this is a and deep the- dive we could do into the Tone Loke acting. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> Real quick, I'm gonna do the most the most notable are this. He was a voice in Fern Gully, the original. Really? Yes. Oh, we should do that movie. He obviously remember uh the Ace Ventura, uh Blank Check, and then he was also in Heat, the Pacino De Niro classic Heat. Oh. oh. We should watch we should mm-hmm. watch that. I know I wanna watch Blank Check someday. Yeah, we have to have um Omar back for that. For me, I've only seen I think like one other thing of this caliber from the nineties that I can remember. And that was the three ninjas. And that was not good. And I, <laughs> I'm sort of <laughs> expecting this to be that, uh, but like with adults, I guess, cause three ninjas, I think had actual little kids and it was, it was like embarrassingly like little kid stuff. And I'm hoping, I mean, it's got Leslie Nielsen, so it's going to be, a lot of jokes is what I'm Wait, expecting. there's no little kids in this movie? Oh. Well, it's Rob Schneider as a little kid. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I thought there was going to be kids as well, but I guess not. So maybe it'll be like, uh, uh, like the airplane of ninjas movies. Yeah. That's, I think that's the best case scenario, in which case I would be very pleased. Uh, but that's, I think that's my, uh, my long shot prediction for this one. I think that's setting the bar pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Sam? 
Um, okay. I'm trying to have as little expectation as possible for this movie. I am expecting full early 90s cheese in a surprisingly terrible yet charming fashion. So, yeah, I think that's a good one. Yeah. Mm hmm. Patrick. I, I, Patrick puts <laughs> that, grim over there. <laughs> I just want to say before we embark on this, this journey, um, <laughs> before we two, change our opinion, of I want to say, um, you're welcome. And also, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're going to stop recording now. And if you want to pause the show and watch along with us, uh, we're going to watch Surf Ninjas. And we'll let you know what we think when we get back. Well, that was a ride. Bra. Patrick, Bra. you you were very accurate. Yeah? Yeah. You're, you're welcome and you're sorry is just <laughs> the yeah. perfect description of this movie. <laughs> best movie ever or best movie ever? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I okay. I I I have so many thoughts. It was really hard. It's really hard for me to to pick the first thought that comes out of my mouth. I have a first thought. Okay. The Sega Game Gear notoriously only had a half an hour battery life. <laughs> uh, yeah, it also couldn't fucking predict the future. So you know. <laughs> Let it go, man. Wait, okay. I I have a first thought for you before we dive any deeper. I like yeah. to imagine in my head canon that the Mac in this movie is Mac from It's Always Sunny in the Future. <laughs> I think that makes it so much better. And also, he totally had like a horrible, cheesy, like Asian tattoo, just like I think Mac actually has in It's Always Sunny. I think if you imagine that, it makes it great. <laughs> He becomes, he leaves Philly and becomes a sailor and yeah. then like really bonds with the royal family of a small exactly. South Pacific nation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it. It's good. It's good headcanon. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it makes I sense mean, to him to open like a burger joint or something. He's already got experience in the, in the, the restaurant. Food. Yeah. The- yeah. Totally. I mean, I, I've got to say, I have never been more thankful than a movie was only 86 minutes. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Look at Patrick's face right now. I definitely, like, I got to an hour in and I was like, there's still more? Yeah. Like, that, that, sorry, Patrick, but that first hour, man, was like so much of my life. (laughs) (laughs) So they said that their island was 13,000 miles away from, from Venice. But that's... They were in Santa Monica. Wait, Venice Beach. Well, Venice (laughs) Beach is in Santa Monica. But they were like... That's not that's not a place on Earth. There's not <laughs> nothing is thirteen thousand miles away from anything. Is that bigger well, than the? That's bigger than half of the Earth. Oh, what? really? Because yeah, you would just <laughs> yeah. go around the other way if it's so short. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, things are thirteen thousand miles away if you keep looping. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how you do it. 
You can only get to the island if you go around the earth the equivalent of 13,000 miles and then it just magically appears for you. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. that explains all the random mashups of like, hey, let's take some Chinese culture. Let's take some Japanese culture. Let's take some Thai culture and let's just smush it all together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pretend Throw in a little bit thing. of Vietnamese. Like, it's cool. Yeah. Was, I mean, it's very hodgepodge. Uh, yeah. And Hawaiian culture, too. Like, let's not forget yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, all all Asian stuff is like the same, right? Well, and it's like you can see that. With Let's be like- very clear that she's joking right yeah, now. Yeah. Just, that is sarcasm. I do not joke. believe that. I just um, I have to help her there, <laughs> just in case. Well, there's definitely some, yeah, subconscious, and then with the casting too, because Johnny and then um, they say her name like once time. It's Rome May. Is Kelly whose characters? They say it like oh. once. Okay. Um, which, uh, wait a, <laughs> um, well, her, let's talk about her character okay. later. There's lots well, of well, problems. Well, there's later. some shit going and on her, in this movie. And, and the yeah. villagers are clearly all of very different national backgrounds. Mm, like, yes. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, it's like, no, you can't just have a bunch of people that are quote unquote vaguely Asian and say they're all like yeah. the same. They're all clearly yeah. from different nations and different parts of the world but i'm i'm also slightly concerned that when they were walking through the forest and she was in the background that they had a different character stand in for her or a different person because all of a sudden it did not look like her (laughs) yeah it could have been the angle i didn't want to look into it too much but i fear that may have happened (laughs) oh man yeah, this there's was just a in a time before we the U.S. cared about like Asian cast. We weren't yeah. woke then in 1993. No, so there's sorry, a huge world. problem too with like only whole, one. Yeah, but I mean <laughs> the whole stereotypical like Asian magic thing that's happening throughout yeah. this film, which is like kind of ties into your Game Gear thing too, where it's like. Like, how is that even working? And and they even say, like, oh, it's just magic, and the magic's been in you all along. It's like, why? Because he's Asian? That doesn't... No. No, he's a prince. Well, but Let's yeah. be clear. Rob Schneider also had magic in this. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I would like to point out that Rob Schneider did this movie the same year that he did Demolition Man. Really? And this is three years after he did Home Alone. Wait, Home Alone 2? He's in Home Home Alone 2. What year was that? I think he's... Oh, Home Alone... I thought he was in Home Alone... he's in Home Alone 2. Oh, Home Alone 2. Okay. I know, because I watched Home Alone 2 this Christmas season because we did it for the show, and I was like, I gotta watch 2 now. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) But I don't buy that he's an 18-year-old kid for one second. No. Not even half a second. Not even half a second. What, I the did orange really... hair didn't work for you? <laughs> the hair was horrible. I did really enjoy the biodome reference, though. That was pretty fun. Yeah, uh, but, he, he's not, but he's not in biodome. He's not? No. That's no. Polly Shore. Was Shore. Oh, Shore and <laughs> that's right. And also, that thing is a thing that actually they tried to do. And didn't biodome was come out thing. after this? It might have. Oh. Uh, they were harping on it so hard. I just thought he. I was like, surely he's in that film or something. Yeah, Biodome was ninety six. 
Yeah, but that, that it's based on a thing that they actually tried to do was to stick a bunch of people in a bubble and they last, to, you know, to see if they could have a fully enclosed thing and it became so toxic and polluted they had to end the, the experiment. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, if Parl- cool. Polly Shore's in there, of course it got toxic and polluted. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so did 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 Rob Schneider also steal the the Scottish guy in the house act from fucking Mike Myers because yep. uh th- that movie came out the same year too. Oh really? So I married an axe murderer. Is that that came out in 93? Yeah. Hmm. Everything came out in 93. He does seem it does seem his Scottish accent doesn't it's not it, it sounds like he's doing another comedian doing a Scottish accent. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Like say Mike Myers, yeah, could have been, yeah, What's, exactly. But like that was such a like, why is this just did they just ask him like, can you do any accents? And he just said, yeah, I can do, I can do Scottish, I guess, because that makes you no know, sense. You know, because the Asian racism wasn't enough. We yeah. had to throw they, in a little bit all over the place, right? Did they dye his hair red just for that gag, like to make no? That I think gag? Just to try and young him up, and they figured to give him a funky hair color and a little make him, but like. Younger. I I would assume it works with the Scottish thing. Like they put a weird thought into like, well, if he's doing the Scottish gag, we'll give him red hair. I like how he kept indicating in like I'm saying when he was being the uncle, he's 37. It's like it's not that it's not that like that's supposed to be a joke. Like this high schoolers, he's like, well, you're actually 30, so yeah, I know. Close to 37. What if? What if he really is just some like sad, mentally ill thirty-year-old that can't get past high school mentally? Maybe that's just Rob Schneider. <laughs> yeah, Rob Schneider is the worst. I, I'm gonna just put that out. There. No, I thought Polly Shore is the worst, so that would make him like, the second as in worst. The human being, he's a very. Prob- I've heard things. So you pretty oh, weird. I don't. I just oh. meant his acting. His acting is consistently bad oh. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, though I did really like his line, I feel really safe in your arms. <laughs> Speaking of great lines, um, there were a couple, yeah, specifically all from that little brother little kid. kid. Oh my uh, god, he, I loved his line. There's no gray area with you either. The glass, or no gray area with you either. Either, god damn it, <laughs> you can do it, Sam. <laughs> damn, you can do it. Okay, okay, uh. There's no gray area with you. Either the glass is half full or we are dead. Like, <laughs> just great wow. lines. And he didn't, I looked, he did nothing really. He's at like six credits. After this. Yeah. Oh. I, my favorite line was, I'm wet. Oh, <laughs> oh Leslie, what were you doing here? Uh, yeah. That's, that scene where the little kid slowly backs the Jeep over those guys with the guns. I, I want a gif of that so badly. I'm sure that's doable. Uh, what, can we talk about Leslie Nielsen for a second? Besides, again, yes. his like horribly insensitive ethnic clothing choice. Mm-hmm. But like, why did they choose to why make him here? a comedic? Like, why would you choose to make yeah. a bad guy also the comedic relief? Because it was such a strange choice to me. I, I, uh. so, okay. So I have no idea if there's any truth to this because I was doing, trying to look up trivia and it wasn't on IMDb and it's not on Wikipedia. I was just Googling. It was on some random site that had a list of tri- you know movie trivia. And I only saw it one. I looked at probably four sites and only one mentioned this. That the mm-hmm. guy had mentioned the, the writer Dan Gordon, 
and again, it's only mentioned as one place. So I don't, so I, but it said that it said he was after he'd already written a full script, he was fired and they brought in another writer. And uh. this one random site claims that he had written it as a, more of a straight action adventure movie, like Indiana Jones, like not as comedic. And then mm-hmm. they brought in, they tried to like, uh, you know, like ham it up after the mm-hmm. fact. Yeah. Cause Leslie Nielsen I mean, felt like he was in a different film. Like totally granted. I thought the, voice answering machine gag was pretty funny and could have been even funnier, but it just, it was like so out of place. It was like, this is supposed to be the guy that I'm like worried about, but he never felt threatening. Yeah. <laughs> he felt yeah. like I mean, he stepped out of uh power Rangers or something. Yeah. And, and like Patrick, what you had said, like during the film, I kept turning to Brett and being like, this film can't decide if it's a big joke mm-hmm. or if it's taking itself seriously. Yep. And I think you you feel that in the movie. I mean, he's definitely like a weird choice for mm-hmm. what they ended up doing. It's almost it almost feels like uh, they might have had like hours of Leslie Nielsen shots where it was just you know ad lib like funny joke stuff, and then they were just like, no, it's all terrible, and they took like the most normal scenes the most normal takes he did and put him in the movie yeah yeah like it could be very the answering machine thing felt very venture brothers to me with like the monarch (laughs) where i was like oh i could totally see that in venture brothers but here it was just so weird i think it wasn't pushed far enough and i think that's Mm -hmm. what you're reacting to like it was stuck in this weird gray area of like too silly for the rest of the movie mm-hmm. and not silly enough to be a joke on its, like its own. His call hold, like, kill him. Okay, hold on. Kill him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, I could totally see this movie with the villain being the monarch and having it be Fun. just hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's also, like, something, like, I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but there's something weird, weirdly. I don't want to say self-aware, but it felt weird that this movie, the bad guy is a white guy. And also there's this other white guy who thinks that he has the claim to the throne. Yeah. Yeah. There was something so strangely self-aware about that at the same time as also like offending horribly. (laughs) Brett had said, he's like, Man, Polly Shore's character really just is the embodiment of white imperialism. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. They're the same. They're the same. Yeah. They're, they're just the same, same person. person. The same. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but, but also, even yeah, even blatantly like why would you like whiter than white bread dude be the <laughs> the yeah. heir to this? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, it was weird. It was like, you're making fun of that while at the same time kind of doing it. It, it was yeah. really strange. It, yeah. it feels like they let one Asian person like put a genuine joke in there and it just went over all the other white people's heads and they let it stay. Maybe. Like, <laughs> like uh, uh, my first cringe of like, oh, I it was, um, uh, when my first cringe yeah, <laughs> so great was, uh, when the teacher which i think i gotta double check i think that's the director was that teacher oh. uh mr 
Dunbar. It is. Yeah, that, that's that. That's Neil Israel, the director. Um, oh, let he, me tell you in your language or whatever. <laughs> well, when he introduces the thing, he says he says in the traditional ethnic, like yeah, oh, traditional yeah. ethnic way or something. It's like, ooh, uh, yeah. That, that mm. feels a little. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He found like the one Asian kid to do like prove that the whole school isn't racist. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, see, see, we're not racist. We have one we, Asian student in our school. See, we've got one of you here. Yeah. <laughs> That's like when your racist uncle tries to claim that they're not racist because they have a black friend at work. Oh, it's like, oh. mm. but also they played up that scene. Like, uh, everyone was really shocked at this inappropriate thing that was on stage and they were fucking singing bomber <laughs> like <laughs> i mean i think just the teacher was horrified the rest of the student body was pretty thrilled with the performance uh so which also is unbelievable no <laughs> that song Mot- wow, coming down a- hard hard on the beach boys moto surfing's a real thing right totally <laughs> uh yeah. not without dying because i'm pretty sure they all would have i died. believe they refer to it as ghost riding the whip now yeah, <laughs> uh, that's when you get fully out of your car. Yeah, that's true. And then you dance yeah, to. A I think song. they were car paddle boarding. Yeah. yeah, I was like, why do they have paddle boards? What? What is? Uh, oh so boy. speaking of the surfing, um, that that initial two surfing shots. Well, and then, then then their assault on the island, uh-huh. and their whole thing was like, we can't just go up to the island. They've got all the guns pointed this way. And then the kids just like, but what if we surf up to the island? They went to the like, no, they went to the other side. That was the point. Is they went to the other was side. it the other side? He said, what about the, the other side? And, and it's too rocky. You can't put a boat there. Oh, uh, uh, but cause, see, cause that's the, the point in the film when I started tuning out. <laughs> The shot that they had was them going straight up to the front of the front door of the castle. Don't overthink it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but they also, do say, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we want to poke holes in the plot, like if Leslie Nielsen's character had just never tried to kill those two kids, none of this would have happened. They would have just continued their high school lives. Well, okay. Right? I, I think the idea was. They were going to Zatch, which that was, you could probably guess, that's Ernie Ray's senior, and Ernie Ray's junior was Johnny. That was, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> their think, dad playing their uncle. Yeah. Mm. Um, he, uh, I don't know, I guess what is the point to be, they were at one point going to, when he came of age, tell, you know, reveal what's going on, and he was going to come back and lead the revolution after he married, after they had their apparently underage <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, pre-planned uh, wedding one of my my notes in here is ew 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 <laughs> ew child sex jokes ew yeah like, just, yeah that she she like walks out and she's like hey soldiers oh uh, yeah yeah that's a little uh, <laughs> sam's like she's like 16 <laughs> yeah so obviously the most egregious was Rob Schneider being 30 playing a 16 year old, but she was 25 at the time and, and Ernie Jr. was 21. Oh, wow. that makes me feel a little bit better. That is a little bit. You know what but, film I just watched recently where I had the same problem is, have you guys seen Dumpling? 
No. It's a new Netflix show with Jennifer Aniston. But the the main character is supposed to be an 18-year-old high school student, and she looks like she's 30. And I looked it up, and she's 27. So she is close to 30, and it's just so distracting through the whole film. I'm like, she looks like an adult. I can't <laughs> buy this. Like that, that gif of Steve Buscemi. Like, hello, hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh Okay, so, I mean, we've been shitting on this movie a lot. Can I continue? Is that what we've been doing? I've been loving it. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. Can you continue? Sure. I actually have a couple positive things to say, so get your... I only had, I only had like, one more thing, which okay. is, uh, the kids, the, the whole thing about, like, don't you guys remember being the princes? And the one kid's like, no, I don't remember. And then in the flashback, he's a baby, and that makes sense. But the other kid, in the flashback even... And he's just like, I totally don't remember oh, ever yeah. being a prince or ever running away. And suddenly I was just like 10 years old in the U.S. I don't know. Yeah. He looked like he was like five. Yeah. I don't know about I mean, ten. there is a, the thing of like forgetting traumatic events because your brain just doesn't want to deal with it. Well, and also. Oh, go ahead. There's also a thing of just not having a good memory like me. And I can't fucking remember. When I was a child, when people are like, I remember when I was one. And I'm like, fuck you. I don't believe you. (laughs) (laughs) I've got like, I call them like flash memories of that age, like preschool, kindergarten, first grade, where I remember just single moments, I feel like, or like, Mm. like, I remember what. You remember flash dancing? Yes. All the time. (laughs) Well, I, I could totally describe we lived. So I lived in, we lived in Los Angeles when I was real little from like ages one to six. So about five years. Mm-hmm. Um, I could probably draw you like a map of what our house, you know what I mean? Like the layout of our house that we lived in there. Yeah. But describe. first grade, you're like five, right? Six. First grade. You're five, six. Yeah. It depends on when your birthday. Falls. I'm talking about people who are like, I remember when I was one and I'm like, no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you're lying. <laughs> I mean, I definitely have memories of around two. What? Yeah, like I clearly remember when my mom had my brother and I turned two in June and she had him in November. And I remember one incident. I probably wasn't quite like fully articulate in talking, but like I remember being younger. So I don't know. Could happen. Crazy. That's an interesting uh, line to draw because I don't think I could remember. I think it's all post having language skills. I feel like that maybe plays a huge part in memory because I don't think I remember anything before. Because any memory I think of when I try to think back as far as possible, there's I I feel like I remember I was old enough to talk at the time. So Mm. every memory I have, I'm just always talking. I just never (laughs) stop talking. There are stories my parents have told about. I, I guess I just did not shut up as a young. <laughs> Neither did I. So you, I think I was talking from an early age. Yeah, you wouldn't shut up so much. You like wrote it all down, and next thing you know, there was a I, novel. I'm not kidding. They have a video somewhere. My parents of me stand. I would stand. I guess this was a regular occurrence during dinner, and this is when I'm like four or five. I would stand up on my chair and just start telling a story that I was making up on top of my head. 
and my parents would just keep eating like normal, like nothing. Just like, <laughs> just keep eating. And I'd get, I'd get down, like walk out on the deck, I guess. And, like, to, I don't know, to, like think about things and then come back and like pick up where I left off. For intermission. Sure. Awesome. You'd yeah. have intermission. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah. That's hilarious. I, I would say that you've definitely followed your calling in life. Yeah. yeah thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I had one other one other question about the plot of this movie. Okay, okay. Which is once Leslie Nielsen's head gets stepped on by an elephant, <laughs> why did they continue running away? <laughs> also, I'm guessing that was a plot line that got cut and somehow accidentally got maintained in the final edit. I guess. I don't know. Well, doesn't only- he have soldiers that, the- that were like storming the castle as well? Sure, but they should have been like, yo, the guy is dead. Like, and then like shook his body in front of the soldiers and been like, hey, you can stop now. I don't think that's how soldiers work. They didn't seem to have any other motivation. That's how, you know, to defend Brett, though, to defend Brett, that's how the logic of this movie worked at the end when he's like, yo, your team lost. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> just rolled himself yeah. down the stairs. Yeah, so that's a great gag, right? Yeah, he keeps climbing yeah. up the stairs and then he falls back down. Yeah, I, I definitely mean, laughed at that, I'm sure, maybe. No, no. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was that part was pretty funny. Like it was surprisingly self aware of like exactly the tone of what this movie should have been. Yeah. But then there were other moments that just didn't hit that. If I I have one more qualm besides the whole like problems with women being possessions thing, but we'll put oh, that yeah. on the side because there is a positive there, and I'm assuming that's your positive, Sam. But no, oh, oh. <laughs> it's okay though. Keep well, going. I was going to say they like they come around where she's like, I don't want to marry, yeah. you know, like she like yeah. ends up, and I was like, okay, uh, but. Like, what is going on with Tone Loke's police officer character? That is, what? like, the yeah. worst police work I've ever seen. Like, Why was he there? Like, even? well, yeah, why was his character even here? And secondly, like, why do you leave children whose, whose father was just kidnapped alone in their house and don't even go to check that, like, obviously he doesn't believe that this dude is really their uncle? And then he's like, it's all right. Your dad probably abandoned you, so don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> oh, God. I've, he did a lot of things that I found very interesting. Um, I, I mean, I like the, the handcuff key. Yeah, he, he obviously is, gets into... I feel like he's a character who's that police officer who uncannily just keeps finding himself in crazy scenarios. That's why he just goes with it. He's like, and that's why he swallows a handcuff key every week. Cause he knows he'll probably be in some kind of shenanigans where he'll need a handcuff key. That's very lethal weapon yeah. of him. Yeah. That was hilarious. That line. And that suddenly he knows all of the lore when they get to the island. Like he's the one answering all of the questions about like what happened to the villagers. <laughs> like, no, yeah, so yeah. I, I buy that. Cause I feel like we consume enough pop culture if any of us like random ordinary people and i like things like that because there'd definitely be a point of this isn't crazy but if you're once you get over that if you're in it i feel like you draw on things you've seen and watched and it's like yeah i'm not totally dumb i can infer he's an evil dictator he's yeah <laughs> i love stuff where people are like yeah okay i get it like i've seen this before like yeah. <laughs> you're the good guys or the bad guys let's do it 
<laughs> that country totally dissolved, though, after he's like, I give it to you oh, yeah. people who well, have never... I mean, that's all you need to do to install a functioning democracy, right? Yeah, they, totally. Yeah. People. It's, like, it's, like, it's like, dude, do you realize how much work you just signed up for? That's like... <laughs> the next, the rest of your child, the rest of your childhood gone. Yeah. Put that yep. together. Uh, but yeah, I mean, going to the positives, like at first I was like, really like, okay, thanks for making women possessions. But then yeah. they kind of they turned flipped. it around where she, I mean, she's still doing sexy fighting, which is unfortunate, but at least she but it, it, it defended wasn't- herself. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Like, I think it, taking into account what time it was, like 1993. Also, she was fairly well dressed, like no stupid midriff or mm-hmm. like tiny skirt. I appreciated. And like, if in that scene where she's fighting, he's like, "Come on, we gotta go," and she's like, "But I'm having so much fun." Yeah, like, yeah. That was a really cool little twist. Like, mm-hmm. not only is like she's never been allowed to fight before, but then she does it and is actually really good at it and enjoys it. So, yeah, it, it, I, I do think like they the came around that she did totally end up marrying him anyway at the end there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but they also I, did they well, get married. <laughs> I don't well, think they got say, married. Oh, that's she true. She was wearing the crown. Well, because he said, but, she said, do you want to just date? And he said, yeah. sure. But then at the end, didn't he say, my future queen and I? Go he to did. Take yeah, he did. Yeah, but part of that, too, is like at 16, you know, like, I, I totally buy that. Like, you're dating the hot ch- chick from wherever, and like, you totally think you're going to get married and be together forever. I to- I, like, I get the feeling that they, they shot that one scene where she's like, Maybe I, maybe we won't get married like way in post uh, because somebody was just like, hey, she can't be property. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they had the rest of the movie where that never happened. Maybe because yeah. it was seemed it was completely there was no other characters in the yeah. scene. Yeah, and there was no reason. Yeah, there was no reason forest. for them to be in the woods either. Mm-hmm. Like he's chopping down bananas while they're waiting to go storm the Bastille. <laughs> like no, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. More yeah. positives. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I actually, I got a couple. Okay. Okay. One, I actually really liked the location scouting and like the locations that they chose to film in. Mm, yeah. They I were really. At the credits, it was Chiang Mai and Phuket, Thailand. Uh-huh. Cool. And I, it, uh, 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 Hawaii as well, of course. Gotcha. Yeah, there are a couple Hawaii scenes. I thought it was Thailand, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. I thought they were really beautiful, and they actually did a really good job. I, I get the sense that it was super low budget, and like I think because they picked really good locations, they were able to kind of yeah skimp on other effects. That's and it, true. It helped that part of it scope. worked. Yep. We've we've got two jeeps and the leftover costumes from uh, Street Fighter. The movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe Street the- Fighter picked them up. <laughs> or I mean, Street Fighter was next year. It was the next year, ninety four. I mean, Street oh. Fighter. They put so much work into that. That could have been already in production. They borrowed them, right? Because you know that was yeah. Street Fighter was obviously something that yeah. This so, might have yeah. been like the 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 nighttime production. Like Street yeah. Fighter guys have gone home. Let's borrow the costumes. <laughs> they definitely like a lot. Everything shot at night in this film was so dark. It was like, you guys only had like three lights, didn't you? Like you can really tell. And it's so dark. But Brett, I love that. And I'm sure it's been kind of done, but I would now, 
I guess what was Bowfinger kind of like a fake, you know, they try to like fake a movie or do it on low budget that Steve Martin, yeah. but a, a movie where it's like a director who has access to the set and they're just Chubby borrowing Ray. things from other <laughs> shows and movies. In production. <laughs> well, there's <laughs> actually, uh, there's a big prop place in LA where like literally they just have one section that's like, here's the water world props and you can just yeah. rent all the water world props. And like, you know, they do, they yep. do do that. Well, they have also too in LA, they do like studio movie stuff, liquidation sales. Mm-hmm. So my friend was really into, um, making like cosplay costumes and she went to a sale and literally bought a costume from Waterworld. Oh wow. And like turned it into this other really cool like apocalyptic reptile thing. That's cool. But like I'm sure that happens all the time and you just don't even notice. Oh, I'm sure there's yeah. dozens and dozens of internet art listicles or articles about like yeah. times props were reused and we caught your costumes. Yeah. Uh, Let's let's be real though. Uh, ten to conservatively ten to fifteen percent of their revolutionary fighters drowned, right? In the yeah. surface, all. yeah. <laughs> They'd never surfed before, I'm, like yeah. conservatively. I'm sure. Like they just all get up on surfboards like pros. Mm-hmm. Well, Rob Schneider ate it like halfway across. So yeah, so he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> You don't just die when you fall off a surfboard, guys. I mean, you do if you're, like, way far away from shore. I feel like Rob Schneider would. And, and yeah, Rob can't. Schneider would. But I yeah. mean, like, the other people probably knew how to swim. Yeah, true. They were probably experienced swimmers. What was so, the other positive? Yeah, the other thing. The I, one other thing. The one other thing. <laughs> no. The other thing I thought this movie did really well is that it actually framed and staged the action and blocked it really well. Like, all of the, like, fighting scenes, it was really clear. There was some good kung fu fighting. Yeah, it was really clear what was going on. It was really clear who had the upper hand and really fun kicks. And everything was, like, easy to tell what was going on and what kind of story they were trying to tell. I think that's props to the Reyes is because if you look at, so like the older uh, senior, he doesn't have, he's got six, I think like six or seven acting credits, but he's got a ton of credits, like as a consultant, like a martial arts consultant. Oh, they're both like fourth degree, fifth, you know, black belts and Taekwondo. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Cause that kid was ripped. I was like, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah, the kid that was actually a twenty-one-year-old. Yeah, um, <laughs> a, 20, no, a but master like, black belt. Twenty. It's probably because yeah. of his dad has probably been doing it his entire life since before he could walk. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it's like, also it, a, interesting. You bring that up, Sam, because it's like a traditional thing to have um, wide framing for martial arts so that you can yeah. see the action. It's more of an American thing to have closer shots during fighting, but and that's. Another thing I wanted to mention, too, is, like, Avengers, it's all action, but it's all incredibly hard to tell what's going on. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, a close-up of this punch in this person's face, and then this fist hitting this random body part, and, like, blurry this, blurry that, and it's really tiring. Yeah. But this action was really fun and, like, easy to watch. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like a, a lot of Jackie Chan films, like the uh-huh. fighting is very wide so that you can actually see and appreciate the martial arts because it's real martial arts. You know, they're yeah. really doing stuff. Unlike Iron Fist on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Iron, Fix, uh, Iron Fist no longer on Netflix. Oh, did they take down the old seasons? No, but, oh. you know, it's gone now. What? They, they, no, but yes. Well, they, they ended the show. Netflix oh. is just being, they're being, hey, did you see that was revealed that the, all those cancellations of the Marvel shows were all from Netflix? Yeah. They're just being petty. It's like, mm. fuck it. No it's, more Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you have any other ones, Sam? Um, Not that I wrote down. Oh, well, kind of. It's a small one. I loved in the beginning when the adoptive dad dude literally lit the ninja's ass on fire with the stove. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. He picked him up and set him down on the hot stove. And then and turned it up. And cranked it up. Yeah, turned it up. <laughs> Why would, did they just have a stove burning? I thought he turned it on anyway. Yeah, I thought it was after Because Rob Schneider yeah. was cooking. Like, oh. Cooking. Yeah. <laughs> um, other, other than that, I thought the extreme sports was kind of fun. And I really liked the two boys' characters. Um, I thought their whole, like, surfer teenage attitudes were really funny. Would you say, did, did that ring true without being too... Much of a caricature, or was it too? Was it pretty what? cartoony? I've never met s- someone with a real surfer attitude. I've, <laughs> I've known surfers, yeah, <laughs> and I've never met a surfer. Yeah, you know, yeah, and I mean, also too, it could just be the times in which we were in a surf mm-hmm. community. You know, like we back in like mid 2000s there was that video you know of that surfer being interviewed by the news and he was like just gonna get whipped and like totally doing the surfer like (laughs) impression and our boss was friends with him and he was like that guy is so well spoken he has like a master's in english like he's not he's not actually that person yeah Yeah, Yeah. he was just being silly on camera that's hilarious so I don't I don't know if that surfer attitude is real or if it was real at the time and kind of like the valley like, girl disappeared. Has anyone but, ever in real life, not in a movie, w- unironically called someone else bra? <laughs> oh, they do it in, not me, but <laughs> I've heard people, yes. Jessica <laughs> does it in Airborne. That's another great, excellent uh, California surfer character work is in uh, the classic Airborne. I have not seen that. Oh, that's what we should that. do too. It's a combination <laughs> gonna... of worlds because it's 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 surfer the dude surf comes to Cincinnati. Oh, yeah, where the, all mm. of the great surfers go. Yeah, right <laughs> <try> here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm sure that kind of attitude existed in like Long Beach. You know, kind oh, of had no. like a I, I, show. Yeah, I, I've actually I've known people because we only lived out there for a short time when I was little, but we go back and, and you see friends. So. I, I don't. I do have seen elements, but I'm saying to the degrees you see characters in yeah. the media, it's definitely. Yeah. No, I'm sure they've turned the dial up to ten. Yeah. On that sort of attitude. Definitely. Well, Isn't there a, a like, movie coming out with McConaughey where he's a surfer? Yeah, I thought I saw where he's just. It's like as 
you know, dialed up to 11 is humanly possible for that type of character. Like called, it's called like beach bum or something like that. I feel like that's mm-hmm. a movie that would be, I feel like that's how Matthew McConaughey acts off screen. Yeah. Wasn't yeah, that like his him. character in Tropic Thunder? Like, wasn't he like a surfer dude? California a surfer agent. dude. Matthew McConaughey was in Tropic Thunder. Yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's uh, his agent. Yeah. I've never seen that movie. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. No. Interesting. Tropic Thunder is interesting. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Guys, coming out this year, this year because it's 2019 now. Crazy. Um, the Beach Bum, starring oh. Matthew McConaughey. And oh, my Dogg. gosh. And Snoop Dogg. Martin I'm Lawrence, in. Lawrence, Zach Efron, Jonah Hill. Wait, Martin oh. Lawrence? Wait, this just what? became a very different movie. Oh, no. I'm, I'm actually, I'm afraid now. Martin Lawrence's character is called Captain Whack. Okay. Uh, Martin Lawrence is back from the blacklist of Hollywood. I don't know. And Snoop Dogg is playing a character called Lingerie. And the main character, Naturally. Matthew McConaughey, is playing a guy called named Moondog. Oh, boy. Hmm. And hmm. he looks like he looks like what Justin Bieber looks like now. If you've seen a recent picture of Justin Bieber. <laughs> oh God. No, no. Uh, I don't I don't know. I went on a roller coaster of emotions as you were describing this film. <laughs> I was into it. I was disparaged. I was excited for it all over again and, and now I'm just confused. So is that is that your final thoughts? <laughs> 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 I was actually talking about Beach Bum, but it's actually surprisingly accurate for yeah, Surf Ninjas. That's true. <laughs> so, well, sure, I'll give my final thoughts. Like, uh, I, I, have I a mean, it's, to it's ask everyone. I want, I want sure, to, sure. Question I want you to answer was: Was it enjoyable? Did you have fun watching it? I think so. Yeah, I I would say for the most part there was a lull when I was like, huh. And please, but <laughs> please, <laughs> please end my suffering. <laughs> but I'm I am glad I've seen it. Um, uh, racism aside, but uh, I it's just it's what you said, Patrick. Like you're welcome, and I'm sorry. Like it's that's just it's so perfect for this movie because there's so much badness to love. And there's so much badness to hate. You just, I don't know. I liked it, but I didn't. I'm just confused. I don't know. <laughs> it's That's like, where I'm going to leave it because I'm not getting anywhere articulate. Yeah, it's like it's like the type of film where you're like, yeah, I see this fitting into place in the 90s. It's yeah. Some of it isn't okay anymore today, but I can see young Patrick loving this film. Yeah. I can understand why, you know. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Brett? Every once in a while, there's a movie where just everything clicks into place and the cast and the crew and the directors all work together to create one unified vision. And this movie was exactly that. But the vision was that no one cared about this movie. I watched it and I, I actually had a pretty good time. There were some laugh out loud moments, yeah. uh, but I, I will never watch it again. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, that is my review of this movie. It was, it was worth, worth the one watch and, uh, pretty funny. 
I just wish I wish Leslie Nielsen did more stuff and like they knew what they were hiring with him. I don't think he fit in this film at all. Yeah. He could have done more though. Uh no, he if he did more it would have just been himself. Ugh, no. You know what this I movie disagree. needed is a, is a henchman. Like a like yeah, the second in command henchman. who's actually evil. Oh, yeah. I was going to go the other way. Like the bad guy sucks and the the you know the, oh. act, the henchman has the real ambition to take over. Like the Ooh. oh like the main guy's a buffoon. But there's like in yeah, Superman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Well, yeah. Yeah. well you know except that gotten Glenn Shaddix. Yes. Yeah. More Glenn Shaddix. <laughs> <laughs> I mean he already has the kimonos. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> He's that's not. She's wearing them in the last two in Demolition Man and in uh, Beetlejuice. He's wearing kimonos. That's yeah, true. That's just, that's yeah. Well, what did oh, you uh, what do you think again, Patrick? After seeing um, it again, you know how like if a younger person does something really terrible, and then they go to, like they, and then they interview the parents, and like, what do you think of your, what do you think of your son? And like, it's. I mean, I still love them. They're my son. But I know it's just horrible what they did. That's how I feel about this movie. <laughs> it's like, I, I find this movie, um, silly and just enjoyable, both from a nostalgic level and just, uh, I don't know. I like that. I like fun, silly adventure, action adventures. Um, fully acknowledging that there are flaws in it, serious flaws, mm-hmm. not just from a, like a social standpoint, but from like, a creative person standpoint. There's some storytelling yeah. flaws. There's some, there's a couple of the jokes that, I mean, the thing when Rob Schneider, all of a sudden, Ugh. no one's ever done it through the whole movie and he makes a quip and then looks at the camera. Yeah. He like, oh, breaks I forgot, the fourth I forgot, wall. Yeah. I was like, eh, get out of here with that shit. Um, but, uh, if, if you haven't seen it and you like, you know, you've, if you liked like the Ninja Turtles movies from that time, you'll probably like this. Yeah. I do want to do a comparative analysis now of this versus Three Ninjas. Hmm. Oh, uh, no. AKA just they, <laughs> yeah, attempted child murder, the movie. The, they seem like they're <laughs> the same caliber of movie. Like, they might actually be able to stand up to each other. Can, can I ask you a question, Patrick? Mm-hmm. If Three Ninjas is AKA attempted child murder, the movie, what is Surf Ninjas? Because that's double homicide child murder attempt. Uh, like, what? They try to kill him too. Yeah, Dang, yeah. Really nice. It's all about like <laughs> having, like, yeah, having criminals try to murder kids. Yeah, yep. and Home Alone, which you just, we just did too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> There's a theme going on in our movies. Yep. Can I, since you pointed out the name, can I also point out that they weren't ninjas? <laughs> like no. the bad guys who were the ninjas, they weren't Cause, the ninjas. Cause, cause, yeah, because again, that's the, the, like, the white man racist general, like, all Asian yeah. stuff is the same, because, yeah, ninja is a very specific, that is a Japanese thing. That's uh-huh. a very specific. Is, <laughs> is this like a, is it a misplaced comma? Is it surf, comma? Ninjas? I asked, oh. I was thinking that too. No, they're, in the so beginning. I think they're ninjas who surf, but they're not, yeah, to Ash's point, they're not ninjas because that's a different country. That's a well, different yeah. nationality of people. And the only people you could like classify as ninjas in this movie were the bad guys breaking in at the beginning. But yeah, nobody else w- was a ninja. I'll put it down because I like I like messing with language stuff, which is that I think ninjas in English is like Band Aid, where it's the brand. <laughs> it used to yeah. be the brand, and now it's the generic. Ninja is anyone who kung fu's. Anyone hmm. who kung. 
Huh. Especially in 1993. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I think that's accurate. It, it's still sad and terribly racist, but I think that's accurate. <laughs> I think Sam had a great point that a more ser- the same jokes, like the phone joke, with a more serious bad guy, I think would have been funnier, actually. Cause yeah. The position. Yeah. yeah, actually. But uh-huh. he was such a buffoon that it was like... Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it just didn't stick the landing. What do you think, Ash? Yeah, I I think this lived up to my expectations of it was definitely 80s cheesy and slightly racist. I guess not slightly, <laughs> but racist. It was pretty it was heavy. Fun. Yeah, it was like ridiculous and fun at the same time. So I enjoyed it. I won't be watching it again, but it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's two. Won't be watching it again. <laughs> Sorry, Patrick. <laughs> I can't wait till you I, show this to your daughters, and I want to hear what they say. I knew what I was getting into when I when I brought this to the table. <laughs> okay. Okay, and so you're fired, and <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> and Patrick never picked a movie ever again. <laughs> All right. Well, that was Surf Ninjas. Thanks, Patrick. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks. You can't even say thank you with a straight face. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Let's Rewatch. It's part of the Last Dash TV network of shows. We've got a YouTube channel with lots of different cool shows on there. Most notably recently is uh, Ash's Behind the Scenes show, The Zomcom Diaries. Check it out. It's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. And also, uh, I have a special announcement really quick. Um, the latest sketch that we shot, uh, that we turned into a short film for Laugh Stash, which hasn't been on Laugh Stash yet, it's called Zombie Debt, just got into the Santa Barbara International Film Festival. So, yeah, so if you are in the area and you want to see it, come see it. I don't know the dates yet because they haven't posted them, but you should be able to go to the Santa Barbara International Film Festival website. And hopefully it'll show it's a short film. So it's only like four minutes long. So yeah, but come check it out. I'll be at the screening. And so will some of the cast and crew. Um, also, you can follow us on Twitter. We're at Laugh TV on Twitter. Or you can follow this podcast specifically. We're at Let's Rewatch, where we do fun stuff like movie polls or we post a screenshot from the movie and this week, it almost seemed like nobody was going to get it. But then Mitch came in from, yeah. from the left field and got it. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch. And guest Surf Ninjas. Good job, Mitch. A plus. And uh, if you liked our show, please give us a positive review on every platform that you can imagine. And I just upgraded our Libsyn to tell us where people are listening to us. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's basically just review us on iTunes. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) iTunes is important. And uh, tell your friends. 80% of you are listening to us on an iPhone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So tell all your other iPhone friends to listen and also review us. All right. That's it for the show this week. Uh, Keep your podcasts up to date. We do this every other week and now every week with something. Um, Next time, (laughs) uh, we're going to watch Two-Headed Shark Attack. Ooh! That does sound like it could be Surf Ninja 2. Yeah!